Hello, and welcome to episode two of Dashing Agent, the podcast. I'm your host and neighborhood dashing agent, Reese Hayes, and if you've somehow forgotten, this is the show where I talk to my non- to semi-professional movie-making buddies about making movies. On this episode, I Skyped with one of the nicest and most talented people I've ever had the pleasure of working with, Daniel Kushner, about making the move from hilly Pittsburgh to sunny Los Angeles. Kushner is maybe one of the hardest working filmmakers I know. The dude is non-stop, always shooting, and has very likely never said no to a project, paid or not. He's just got so much love for what he does, and it's incredibly inspiring to me. But, I'll never forget the time he launched a C-stand out of his front door because no one would help him clear the frame. He doesn't lose his temper often, but when he does, it's effective. We've been pretty good friends ever since we spent nine grueling days together in the August heat, shooting our web series Half Bath, so we did a lot more chatting and catching up than giving advice or sharing relatable experiences. That being said, I have a few things I'd like to say about moving to LA before we talk to the guy who just recently did that. I grew up in a small town in northern Pennsylvania with absolutely no connections of any sort to the film industry. Actually, that's not true. My mom was an extra in Tony Scott's film Unstoppable when it was shooting about 45 minutes away from our town. But from 7th grade until I graduated high school, I was probably the only filmmaker within a 50 mile radius. So I did what every aspiring filmmaker does and forced my friends to spend countless weekends out in the woods or in my basement helping me make my movies. A few years later when I moved to Pittsburgh, I kinda had to do the same thing, but this time I had to find new friends, like the Dans and the Eriks. And that was really challenging for me, but now I have a small network of people who I can once again force to help me make my movies. I mean collaborate with. That's what we call it. We're all passionate about our crafts and seem to have the most fun when we're hanging out shooting something silly. Usually we don't have a budget and more often than not, no one ends up watching the thing, but every time we're trying to get better. We continue to push ourselves out of our comfort zones, we try new things, we make mistakes, but hopefully we never step backwards. Every project is supposed to be an opportunity to learn something new. And I think this is possible in any city in the country. All you need to hone your craft and build more talent is a camera and a microphone. And if you have very few friends like me, maybe a tripod too. But you certainly don't have to be in LA or New York to make things. In fact, it's usually easier if you're not. Sure, those might be better places if you're a freelancer like Dan, or maybe you should move to Atlanta or join us in Pittsburgh if you want to get your foot in the door by working on big budget movies and TV shows. But if you just want to make narrative short films or web series or even features, keep living in your parents' house because all you need to get better is to continue doing it. That's probably going to mean working a shitty retail job and shooting on your days off. You might have to make some sacrifices. This is why I have no social life. Shoot weddings or music videos for a few hundred bucks. It's going to be a struggle to become a professional filmmaker. I used air quotes there. But if you're doing something every single week, soon enough you'll have a killer reel and probably more experience than an assistant at UTA. I guess all I'm trying to say is, you don't have to move to LA to be a filmmaker. It's the right option for a lot of people, but you can make movies anywhere. And who knows, maybe one day you'll be forced to move out west to direct a TV show based off the success of your weird indie web series. <coughs> Excuse me. But, before we dive into our conversation about In-N-Out burgers and debilitating smog, I thought I'd take a moment to try to sell you on all the wonders of Pittsburgh. After all, Kushner isn't the only talented artist we've lost to the allure of Hollywoodland. Now, Pittsburgh gets a bad rep for the poor air quality and environmental damage caused by the numerous steel mills upon which the city was built, but in the past few decades, it's really turned around, and now we're on a Business Insider list of the best cities to live in in a future crippled by climate change. So we've got that going for us. It's cloudy most of the time, which is great for shooting outdoors and not getting sunburned. We've got beautiful architecture, a bunch of lovely city parks, and three whole rivers, although the last time I jumped in the Mon, I came out looking like the swamp thing. 
The food scene is really improving, with lots of hip new restaurants opening every week, but we're still primarily known for pierogies and sandwiches that heavily feature french fries. There's less traffic than LA, but worse public transportation than New York, and right now it's super affordable, but you better act quick because the rapidly encroaching gentrification is becoming a real burden. On second thought, maybe just stay where you are. Alright buddy, how's LA going? Uh, good. Good so far. I mean, I only got here like a month and a half ago now, so it's like slowly, slowly picking up. Yeah, you've been working consistently, or? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've had, I've had at least like three days a week, pretty much, pretty solidly. After, I mean, I started like getting gigs like probably my second weekend, second nice. or third weekend. So, I started to. Ever since that, I was able to keep it pretty consistently, but that's just because, like, I've been lucky. Friends going on vacation and recommending me to like work for them for a day. So what kind of stuff have you been doing? I uh, I shot like like for a few weeks. I was working at the Newegg Studios and I was just shooting like product videos and stuff like that for them. So I shot like a, a streaming kit and then um, they did like a apocalypse build for uh, the game Rage Two. So they made like a they built like a computer with like a dual water cooling system and then like uh rusted the outside of it so hmm. it looked uh i don't know it looked pretty cool yeah that's pretty sick but uh we set up like a crazy like post-apocalyptic world with it with just like a bunch of computer parts and just like stuff all kind of thrown around and uh had like christmas lights underneath of it like flickering uh flickering lights in the background like a flickering uh quasar overhead and then just you know we just had fun lit it kind of like pink and yellow because the game has a pink and yellow vibe and the uh, computer was all pink and yellow leds on the inside so i mean product videos aren't what i'm necessarily trying to do yeah i understand how many people like were was you know helping you out with that usually it would just be me but whenever uh, the, uh my buddy brian came back um from his vacation he helped uh like we worked together to finish the uh, video so we kind of lit it together and everything but uh yeah usually it was just uh just me in the studio or like if he's there it's just him usually pretty small pretty easy you know pretty laid back yeah that's awesome have you uh have you started working on any other music videos for those guys that you went out there for uh not yet i was going to help them on uh on something on last saturday but i ended up working on a short film oh nice yeah i and i already was like booked on the short film so i kind of i kind of hate like if i agree to something i can't yeah. like, like i don't want to go away from it unless like I don't know, unless I'm making enough that, like, it's, like, sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, that's bad for business. It's good to be reliable. Yeah, like, I gotta I gotta pay the bills first and yeah, foremost. Sure. But, you know, I'd rather, I'd you know, I value being creative more than, like, just, you know, making money. Yeah, what was the short film? Uh, it was called Weight of Perfection. And uh, it was, like, a 80, 80 to 90% like female crew. And it was about, uh, I guess the short film was more about like, like was about like bringing light to like you don't need to be perfect where did how did you get involved with that was it a school thing or no no it was uh they were all like working professionals uh they uh they've done like multiple short films and like features before and uh it was like a uh a producer like kind of like a bunch of different producers kind of put it together and uh just got a bunch of random people working on it um they uh they pulled me in from uh i worked uh, PJ Gaynard recommended me to a guy named Steve Carter, um, and I worked with him on a music video and then uh, a True Car commercial. Um, I was like a AC slash gaffer on the first one, and then they hired me as a PA on the um, the commercial. But 
I mean, I like key grip and basically yeah. gaffed the whole time. <laughs> so, um, I mean, like the one PA thing I did was set up lunch. Hi, McKenna. Hi, buddy. How are you? I'm great. How do you like LA? Oh, you know. Yeah, it's I guess. The allergies, oh, really? I am. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. They're much worse here. Oh man, yeah, I've been having a tough time here as well, but I always have bad allergies, so. It's probably all the smog. <laughs> yeah, I just you can't breathe it. <laughs> we live within spitting distance of the highway. I it's terrible. Ah, it. oh, really? Yeah, it's small. Like, it's a downgrade for sure. Your first apartment in LA, though, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely exciting. Um, I mean, I'm paying double the rent. I'm working twice as much. And I'm making half as much. Wow, you're not selling it, that's for sure. <laughs> no, it is, uh, yeah, it's the dream, as everybody calls it. I Hopefully I get to do some, like, cooler projects with, like, better budgets. But, yeah, yeah I mean, so far I've just been in, like, the low budget range. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I've only been here for a month and a half. But I'm at least getting, like, consistent stuff, so. Yeah, do you have, like, some big goals for the, the rest of the year that you're trying to work towards? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I ne- I never really have been one to, like, set goals because if I don't meet them, I'll get, like, really bummed on it. Definitely, yeah. Um, I just kind of, I've kind of just been, like, letting things happen and, uh, like, pushing to, like, make more things happen for myself. I mean, like, I push to, like, make, I always, I'm always trying to push to, like, make more things happen, but I don't know. I, ne- I haven't really been thinking about things in, like, the grand scheme of things as much as I feel like I should have, should be. Yeah, I mean, I kind of just say yes to everything, and, like, once I feel like I'm working more consistently, I feel like I'll look more towards, like, the big picture. I mean, like, I know what I want to do, end goal, but, like, I don't know, nothing in freelance is ever guaranteed, so I kind of... Just take what you get. My goal always is to, like, has been to, like, shoot features and, like, short films, music videos, stuff like that, but... I mean, I don't see myself ever going towards, like, a, sp- a specific um, genre or, like, you know, even working with one specific person. I want to work with just everybody. So I guess that's why I don't ever set goals. I do as many things as I can and, like, just continue creating content and, like, just working with more people and making more fun projects and building, like, more relationships. And Has it been, has it been easy or... I guess easier than than in Pittsburgh to to network and and meet people that can help you out in that way. Yeah, I mean like in Pittsburgh, like yes, everybody you meet is like you know trying to network with you, and like everybody there like that I met was always like, usually pretty awesome. But there's just not that much work, right? Like while here, it's like yeah, like you're making like you know one fifty a day, which is like literally minimum wage here. Um, in Pittsburgh, like, you wouldn't even be offered a rate sometimes, I felt. Right. Like, for the same type of position, like, working on a short or, like, I don't know. I feel like it's better in that regard. Like, I can actually, like, go out and look for work. So, I kind of, I like that a lot more, but I, I don't know. I felt like I had, I had definitely had a much better, um, much better work in Pittsburgh. What do you like the most about L.A. so far? The weather. I mean, it's been, like... 65 to 70 degrees every single day and it's been cloudy every day which is weird (laughs) that is strange it's been cloudy and like raining like like spring it sprinkles like every day i drive to work it seems like are there some good restaurants you've gone to 
Some, yeah. I mean, I love Korean barbecue, and there's like a lot of different like good food food places out here. I mean, I go to a taco truck like every other day. Yeah, <laughs> like that's like where I get not even just the truck. I just get tacos like every single day. So, you know, my favorite my favorite tacos in Pittsburgh are at. Um... I don't know if you've ever been to the Squirrel Cage. It's the the Squirrel Hill the Squirrel Hill Cafe. It's a it's a bar on um, like Murray and Forbes and Squirrel Hill, obviously. And they don't I don't know if they do it every Tuesday, but the last time I was there was on New Year's Eve, and they had a ninety cent taco night. And so me and my friends got like th- we just ordered like thirty tacos, and it was you know like twenty bucks. It was great, and they were the best tacos I've had in Pittsburgh so far. And I live right across the street from Alberto. <laughs> I mean, like you definitely are gonna get like I feel like you can get just as good of just as good of food anywhere. You just gotta find the right place, like the right hole in the wall type of place that like knows how to actually like season things similar to like other places. But I mean, you get some staples like of areas. I mean, like hookfish and chicken, just its own thing. Uh, what about um? What is it that everyone talks about? Um, the is it Inside Out? Burger? No, what is it called? In and Out. In and Out. In and Out Burger. <laughs> Inside Out. That's a Pixar movie. In and Out Burger. Is it as good as everyone says? No, not really. I, mean, <laughs> I don't see anything special about it. Like, like honestly, if In and Out was like, if there wasn't an insane line every time you were there, or like it was insanely packed, like, yes, I would say it's like good. Like, if I could go there and get food at like, at like almost the speed I'd get it at like Taco Bell or like McDonald's, you know, like wait like a few minutes and it comes out and it's like a decent burger yeah i'd say it's fine but like you're you're in there and there's like always like i swear like 75 people in there and it's like fuck this it's not even that good like their fries are soggy like like they're not they're not good like crispy fries and then yeah (laughs) well that's a disappointment i wanted to hear that it was like the best burger anyone's ever had but like i mean like yeah if you come here you definitely should try it it's like decent it's different we don't have them in pittsburgh but i mean it's nothing it's nothing you're gonna be like oh wow i need to have another well good i'll take it off my bucket list then maybe it doesn't deserve to be there it does not deserve to be on (laughs) bucket list uh well what else is going on what else have you been up to i don't know just really just been looking for more looking for more jobs trying to you know finish finish everything i've been working on in pittsburgh and continue working on more things um coming back for a short film in a couple of months what's that it's an honest lie wait no why am i lying to you it's not an honest lie it's something close to that kelsey wilkins is writing it and i hate that i'm terrible with names on things yeah it is an honest lie what am i saying yeah um but it's like uh it's like in the dystopian future and there's like truth kiosks and uh, you go in there and uh, it tells you, it, you know, it tells you like the blunt truth about yourself. And uh, it's just about, you know, it's a pretty depressing, like short. Um, she hasn't sent me like the full script. from. I, I haven't seen read the full script from it yet, but I've read the short story and I think it's super, super powerful and sends a good message. Um, I believe I believe the script has won. Uh, it has been in some festivals. I think it's won a couple awards cool. at festivals, but I'm not. Is she directing it as well? Yeah, she's directing it. I'm shooting it. Um, I think we're shooting. We're shooting in uh, Corea. Everything's going to be shot in Coriopolis. So we're making Coriopolis into a uh, like a weird dystopian future. Oh, that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I don't really have all of the information on it yet because um, we're still in the planning process. Yeah, sounds like a cool project though. She was on Mindhunter for like just a few weeks and locations. Um, so I didn't get to know her really well, but she was really nice. Oh yeah, she's awesome. I love working with her. I've worked on with her on so many projects in Pittsburgh. Oh really? Nice. A couple music videos and then uh, multiple short films. Um, yeah, I love working with Kelsey. She's always... Everything she does always has like a good message and uh, it's always a fun set. Like, you know, she knows how to keep people happy and just make a good movie. When it, When is that? When are you coming back for that? I think it's... I think it's early, I think it's either late June or middle of July. I'm not sure. Um, we only briefly talked about it, like actually sat and talked about it one night um, so far. So once things start to really get put together, we'll be able to, we'll probably get on the phone and talk a lot more gotcha. and plan some stuff out. Have you seen the uh, movies or bought any, you bought any new Criterions? I, I have not bought any new ones, but um, I finally got the Criterion Collection, um, not the, the uh, Criterion uh, streaming service. I got a... Oh, yeah. I haven't done that yet. Is it awesome? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. They, uh, they I swear there's only like 22 Criterions on there, which is weird. Really? They don't have the whole library? No, I think they're going to do... I, I feel like what they're doing is like every month they like switch what's on there, which is still cool. And like, I'll still keep the service, but I'm, I was kind of disappointed what have you been watching on it uh i mean all i've watched so far was blood simple and then um, okay. i know yeah that was my first time seeing it oh have you have you shot anything on film no i never have and i've wanted to but i mean i've shot like super eight but right. never like uh never like a short or anything i've i've definitely uh emulated it with like film grain but uh yeah, I've never I've never had the uh, chance to actually shoot on film because just never really had the budget and there's like there were never many places I could even get it developed in or around Pittsburgh and I'd have to send it out to New York or LA. So hopefully I get to do something out here on it. I had the chance to do something on a um shoot on 16 millimeter, but uh it was like a last minute like request to come out and shoot and it was like an Airyflex 16 and I I already got done with like a 12 hour day in Pittsburgh and probably I was probably working on like multiple projects that week. So I was just beat. I turned, I turned it down, but other than that, I've never had even the, like the chance. Yeah. It doesn't come up often. No one seems to shoot anything on, on film anymore, but I would love to someday. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I think even, even if like, you know, we want to make a feature, soon like sometime after cobblestone's done i think even doing a feature on 16 millimeter would be awesome yeah i mean it has just like such a fun look like you could even do like a 16 millimeter like short just to test it out yeah for sure see if it's like the right medium for it or you know someday yeah i mean like if you put i mean if you're gonna put your money into it definitely like put a lot of work into it and make it good but I mean, if you believe it, if you if you're, you're if you're behind like like the theme of the script and just behind the message and everything, I mean, I don't see why you shouldn't put 110 percent into making making your short and like funding it and actually getting it done. Because if you like halfway do something, it's terrible. I've done too many projects that like people just don't care about. Yeah, no, I see that a lot too. And I mean, that was my process from like high school all the way up through half bath it was like i would just i would have a shitty job and i would work 
and I would save up money, and then I would blow all of my money on a short film, and then I would do it again. And that was just kind of like the process, you know? Yeah, but I feel like you actually like put things out and like you try to show people them and like you i try to show everyone them but no one will watch so it's a constant struggle but that's <laughs> always that's always the hard part is getting people to actually watch but i mean i feel like your stuff's consistently been better cobblestone is like me and mckenna's favorite web series by far thanks not it's, it's, it's not like there's a whole lot of web series competition going on because no one watches web series but... no one watches web series because <laughs> 99 of them suck it's just it's so hard to do like a good short like continuous story like i mean like getting you to actually care about those characters and continue watching episodes it's like like yeah five minutes isn't that much time but like you know sometimes you don't even feel like clicking on it which sucks yeah well that's that's the thing too because i feel like you know, I mean, same with Half Bath and with Cobblestone. I, I agree. I think that Cobblestone's better than Half Bath. I think each episode we get a little bit better. But um, yeah, I think so as well. I feel like if if people watch it, they will like it. I think. I mean, maybe maybe not everyone. Um, I, in fact, actually, I was in I was visiting my my parents in Tennessee uh, two weeks ago, and you know, just like talking to my mom on our front porch. Uh, and she, she, I was just like talking about, you know, my struggling career and what I want to do and stuff. And, and she came up with this great idea. She was like, you know what, Reese, I think that the next thing you should do, the next film you make, you should try really hard to make something that everyone would like. And I just like looked at her for a second. I'm like, what do you think I try to do like every time? And she's like, just make something that everyone could enjoy. And I think what she was getting at was that Cobblestone has too many drug references and she doesn't she doesn't like that, which I understand. But the way she said it, it sounded like she was saying, "Hey, what you're doing now is real shit. Why don't you do something better next time?" I feel like she probably wasn't meaning it to be like say it was bad. Moms just never can like it's always everything always has to be like like moms always look for the positivity. Yeah, I I know she wasn't she wasn't trying to be mean. Um, it just like, it was like, uh, basically what she was telling me is like, I don't like what you make. Why don't you make something that I do like? And I was like, okay, mom, this next one's for you. I promise. It's hard to make things that everybody would like because everybody is so like opinionated. I mean, that's literally the dream is to make something that everyone likes, but you know, I'm not Steven Spielberg. So like, I don't know when that's going to happen. It's so hard to do. Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not doing ourselves any favors by making a web series that's increasingly getting longer. Like we start with twelve minutes and then fourteen minutes and now fifteen minutes, and the next one's gonna be like twenty five minutes long. It's like we're not we're not doing ourselves any favors here. But oh man, have you watched um, Chernobyl on HBO? No, I wanted to start watching. That. I was trying to start watching that yesterday because I've heard nothing but amazing things. It's so solid. Like the first episode was one of the scariest things I've watched in months. Yeah, I feel like everyone's keeping their HBO subscriptions just for <laughs> Chernobyl until it's over and then they're getting rid of it. But Big Little Lies is coming back too, so that'll be that's exciting. Did you watch the first season of the season of that? No, I haven't. I've been mm. I've been sucking on TV lately. I don't watch as much TV as I should. I've I've gotten stuck in a uh in a new girl rut. Have you watched <laughs> New Girl? 
I started watching it a week ago, and I'm on. I just started season three this morning. I can't stop. Oh my! I need to get a job, dude. It's really bad. <laughs> Hanging out, watching TV all day. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I've been doing for money is uh, I walk a dog every day now. Her name's Olivia, and she's a five-year-old German Shepherd. And uh, <laughs> that is like the dream for you, though. It's pretty great. I wish I I wish I could get more people to let me walk their dogs, but right now I only have the one. Um, so yeah, I just like get up and I'll, I'll do some work, you know, like some dashing agent cobblestone work and, uh, and then I'll walk Olivia and then I've got the rest of my day to do whatever. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty nice. It's a good gig so far. Yeah. That sounds like it. I mean, it barely pays for my groceries every week, but you know, I, I enjoy it. It's a good half hour of my day. So yeah, you get to walk a dog for a half hour every single day. Yeah. It's something to look forward to for sure. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely look forward to that. I can't, I don't get any dogs to walk. It's yeah, like two cats that uh. Yeah, who's this new cat I, I keep seeing on on Twitter? Uh his name's Buddy. He's uh my roommates brought him with him. He's a uh, he's a little male cat, and he's crazy, and he fights with Bing all the time. Oh no, they don't get along. No, they get they get along kind of. Um, she she'll go from like play mode to like attack mode in like half a second. Yeah. And he always just jumps on her and bites her. So like she's just laying there. I think he's younger. They uh they like saved him. He was uh he was outside during like the polar vortex. Like Oh wow. And uh he he was like meowing at their door to come in and he had frostbite on his toes. Oh my god. A bunch of other stuff. In fact like a bunch of infections and stuff, but he's the sweetest little cat. That's awesome. Bing and Buddy take LA. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, the little little tripod and the uh, the cool crazy dude. So how many how many roommates do y'all have then? Do you just have the one or do you have? Uh, there's five of us total. Oh wow! In a three bedroom condo. Damn. Yeah, it's not ideal. I uh, wish wish we had a bigger place. I don't even have my gear with me. Oh really? Yeah, like I I have like some of my camera gear here, but uh, all of my like lights and stuff are at my buddy's house in their garage because. Hmm. They have the space. Do y'all not have like a basement or an attic or anything? No, they don't have basements out here. I didn't know that. Oh yes, I did know that because in Zodiac, the guy's like, <laughs> the guy has a basement, and uh, and uh, Robert Graysmith's like, not many people have basements in California. And then the guy goes, I do, and it's real scary. <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's the only reason I know that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're also in a apartment like complex building, so. Do you have a pool or a gym? No, I wish. We have a crazy neighbor. That's cool. I've got a crazy neighbor, too, so. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's cool. Um, I wish we didn't. What's the craziest thing she's done? The weirdest thing about it is, like, when we were moving in, she had her door cracked open with, like, a shoe in the door so that, like, it would not close. And then she had a mirror outside in the hallway, like, watching us. Like as we went up and down the steps, weird. Because like when we were first, when we first like went up, McKenna was like, "I feel like someone's watching us," and I, I was like, "I see the mirror, and I see the door crack," and I'm like, "I'm pretty sure she was sitting inside of there on like a chair, just like inside the door, like watching us." And like so that happened, and then the mirror went away, because um, like our other roommates didn't move in until like three days after us. I think they got here. Because uh, they just left later than us from Pittsburgh, and uh, when they moved in, the fucking like the mirror went away, and then the mirror came back. 
as they moved in. And I was just like, yo, this is insane. <laughs> that creeped me out, especially since, like, she didn't even introduce herself to us and still hasn't. She just wrote a note on her door and said to not walk up and down the steps loud. I don't even care anymore. I walk up how I feel like walking up. You gotta do, I mean, you live there too. Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't. It's not even the people that are underneath of us that complained. It's the person across the hallway from us. I'm just glad that no one lives above us anymore because that was not fun. I, that's why I feel so bad for our downstairs neighbors. It's like, it's yeah, like, I feel bad for them as well with how much. Yeah. I mean, it all, I mean, it's also just like every night Atticus will get this like weird burst of energy at 1030 and it's like, he won't stop until I throw his ball down the stairs a million times. And so like our neighbors are just hearing like a thundering of Atticus's little legs running down the stairs. It's like, I'm sorry. I can't control the guy. But he ha- and he loves to run up and down. That's his favorite thing. I mean, he'll drop the ball down the steps and then run and get it, come back and just drop it again. What do you miss most about Pitts- Pittsburgh? The people. That's nice. I mean, I feel like I miss I miss all of my friends. I mean, I don't really. I mean, like I have friends out here, um, and we hang out, you know, sometimes, but not as many as I did in Pittsburgh. And uh, yeah, I mean, just working together on so many different projects, like. Even though I felt like I never got to hang out with as many of the people I considered my friends, I got to work with them all the time, and that that was always awesome. Out here, I mean, I'm sure within the coming months and years, I'll make new friends, but... Yeah, definitely. Always miss, always miss Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is, uh, I don't know, it's my home. Yeah, Pittsburgh misses you, buddy. I'm excited for you to come back this summer. I know. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to come back as much as I can for, like, projects. I just want to work everywhere. I don't ever want to be tied to, like, one place. That's why I hate anything other than freelance. Have you tried to, um, or are you looking to try to, like, get on any any TV shows in the camera department? Yeah, no, I'm definitely looking to try to get on, get on stuff like that. I just, uh, I don't think I really know anybody working as a, uh, like, out here at least, working in the camera department, like, on TV shows. Like, I, like I, know, I know friends of friends that are doing stuff like that. But uh, most of the people I know are like all freelance, you know, do, kind of doing their own thing. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of hard because I need to meet more people to do my own thing. But to do my to meet those people, I need to be working. So yeah, sure. I and mean, once you get your foot in your door in the door that way, it, it gets obviously much easier. But then you get stuck into working sixteen hour days for forever, and then that's no good either. Not looking forward to how to ha- not having any sort of a life when once I start to work consistently, but I'm definitely looking forward to making hundreds of projects all the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know. It's more fun to me working on many different things than just one project every once in a while. I mean, it's fun to like switch it up. Yeah, it's also good to make money. I can. Yeah, I, I miss that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't come out here with as much as I would rec- ever recommend somebody coming out here with. Yeah, you got to make ends meet. You got to pay bills and it's fun to have an extra extra money so that you can do the free projects and, you know, the passion projects with your friends and stuff like that. And I mean, at the point I'm at right now, that's kind of hard to do. Are you, do y'all live in a place that's pretty easy to get around? I mean, I'm literally within spitting distance of a highway, which right. is nice, but every job I tend to get is like on the other side of town. <laughs> typical yeah like until this weekend my shortest commute to work was like an hour and 20 minutes wow that's crazy yeah like out of all of the gigs that i did and i worked a decent bit like this month and a half 
for a like for freelance stuff. So like, you know, driving an hour and twenty minutes every day is not cheap. I don't know. I'm excited for Cobblestone Four. I hope. Ah, thanks, buddy. I wish I wish you could uh, could come help out, but this was like the only weekend that we could get everyone to do it. Mm-hmm. So we're I just know how it is. We're gonna we're really just like. Starting to push through these episodes though, because like we can't take four months to make a cobblestone episode now. Like, we just need to finish it. No, you can't because three was so good. I loved like three came out so good. Like you guys have so much fun. Like I half the time when I'm on set with you, I don't know what is happening. I know <laughs> that you do. I mean, and I just have fun. Like I just have fun. Like I mean, I know it's happening roughly. Yeah, yeah. But like I don't. I might not know the grand scheme of things as well as like you or Eric does do. I feel like sometimes you guys don't either. Yeah, yeah. well, most of the time we don't. It's very much a running gun kind of, we do things on the fly, but, um, but yeah. No, I mean, all of the, that montage that you shot and in episode three, I mean, that's like one of my favorite things we've done. It looks so good. Oh man, my favorite shot is the, the hand down to your face and you're like cross <laughs> Well, that was your note. That was your idea. It, it was like brilliant. You put it at such a good time. Like, I don't know, that whole, mo- like, I, I love that montage scene. Like, that whole scene was funny. I wish, I mean, it was shaky at points. and It's the aesthetic. It works. It works. It works for what it is. Yeah, but that, that's probably one of my favorite scenes, too. I think, I mean, you did, you shot it so beautifully, and it's so goofy. I mean, we, that was like, we just ran around Frick Park for like an hour, just like getting whatever dumb shots we could think of. And I think it worked out. I, I like sat here and watched it and I died whenever <laughs> at the shot where your head's in the tube and Eric's just standing there looking down at you. That was Michaela's favorite shot too. She thought that was really funny. I just like for Cobblestone 4, like you guys got to do like more movement in the shots. Like, like you, you guys did them so well. Like whenever you guys do them as well, like, like the weird, like, uh, dolly in and the camera like turns at things like yeah. it comes in focus like just even little things like that they're just so funny like yeah it's always hard though I mean I don't know what we're gonna do this Saturday yet but when it's just me and Eric you know it's like it's yeah like, no I get it like, we got that tripod you know <laughs> like we got a good lockdown shot but I mean you guys work with what you have very well well thanks it's it is always fun when we can move the camera around though I, I think it like adds a lot but that's why I like episode two so much because I wasn't in it at all. So I was just, I was just operating the camera, you know, I could do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, you did a, you did a really good job on episode two. Episode two has like, I think embraces the weirdness a lot more. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe, uh, when you come down, we'll maybe if we're, uh, we might still be shooting episode four or we'll be on episode five. We'll get you to come in and, and help I'll shoot, out. I'll shoot half of an episode again. Yeah. You might as well. I mean, it, it's as long as we have, you know, as long as your scenes look good, that's all that matters, you know? doesn't matter if everything else doesn't match. <laughs> what is your one piece of advice for someone moving to L.A. to work in movies? Have common sense. Message everybody you know. Everybody you know. to let, Like, you know, just reach out. Get, get a coffee with people. Just, like, if you want, if you want to work with somebody, like, you know, let them know that you're moving here and... You know, hopefully, hopefully they can hire you on something and hopefully you know what you're doing and don't ever lie. Don't ever lie and act like you're better than what you are. Like know how good you are and always, always keep, always keep trying to do better. You're never going to be perfect. No one is even like the greatest directors, DPs are still learning things. So like there's no right or wrong way to do anything in this.
So, I mean, just come out here. It's, it is fun. I mean, I like it. There's so much more work to look for, but I mean, you know, you just got to have to, you just, you're going to struggle for a little bit. Just have some extra money. Definitely have a lot of money. Say rent's expensive. Uh, you have to have a car. Like, don't, I mean, like if you've lived your whole life Ubering and taking the bus everywhere and you can do that fine, but don't expect to do that on to shoots every day. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. That was some great advice. And, uh, it was good talking to you again. I'm excited to see you this summer. Yeah, I'm excited to see you too. I'll have to let everybody know when I'm in town. I still don't know when yet. I have another music video I have to come back to town for, but we're still, you know, still getting the details on that. Yeah, I, I want to make another music video so badly. I had so much fun on the Scratchy Blanket video, and uh, but we'll see. It'll, something will come up eventually, I'm sure. But I'm sure. You just got to keep, just got to look for it. I mean, like what I've seen work for so many people, and it works for me. Literally, just make it known on social media that you're trying to do things like that. And if you have the people, as long as people know that that's what you're trying to do, they'll reach out to you for it. If they don't know that's what you want to do, and you know them, they're never gonna reach out to you. Like I know so many people that'll just like post like, "I want to shoot something like this," and they get to shoot that thing. If people know that, like, "Hey, I'm trying to do a music video." You know, they might, you know, someone on your friends list might see that and then know someone that needs a music video and they'll reach out to you after that. Yeah, you got to put that good energy out there. Oh, yeah. You got to always make it known. If people can't don't read every day that you're trying to shoot a music video or trying to do a short film, they'll forget. Well, thanks again, buddy. It was good talking to you. You too, dude. We'll have to uh, chat sometime soon or hang out whenever I'm in Pittsburgh. Yeah, definitely, dude. Um. But yeah, good luck uh, with your, the next coming weeks in L.A. I hope you get some more work. Thank you. And, I hope so, uh, too. <laughs> yeah. I hope you find some stuff out there. Get some more dogs to walk, at least. Yeah, just one more dog. Like That would be great. I get like $15 a day if I can get one more dog, you know, double my income. Yeah, I mean, that'll, that'll pay the bills. <laughs> it won't, but it's okay. I, I've got a few more months of unemployment, so I'm just letting that ride out. Oh, no, you still there, buddy? Dan, I think I lost you.